Braves, Bulldogs, Falcons, Yellow Jackets, Hawks, Eagles. From the heart of Georgia, it's the Bill Shank Show. Hour number two of our broadcast. Welcome back. I'm Bill Shanks. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we will start taking your predictions for the Super Bowl, our Super Bowl prediction show. If you get the closest score without going over, we're going to give you some free food. We're going to feed you, which is the most important thing for the Bill Shanks show. All right, so this is kind of a treat. I mean, it's always a treat to have D. Orlando Ledbetter with us. Today, though, D. Orlando Ledbetter is in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Now, please tell me that you're not at McCarran Airport staking out where Taylor Swift is going to park her plane Saturday. Uh, no, I'm not, Bill. I'm at the Media Center. I'm finishing <laughs> up my last story here, and I'm going to head up the radio row and do some interviews for the radio guy. Well, there you go. Well, we appreciate <laughs> you spending a few minutes with us, is, is that going to be a distraction Sunday? I mean, we, we all joke about it, but do you think that's going to be – are we going to be tired of that storyline by Sunday night? Oh, I think so, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, they, uh, there are a lot of private planes coming in, and um, you got a legion of uh, entertainment reporters to handle that. So uh, <laughs> entertainment tonight and all those people are here, so uh, – us football guys can stick to the game. Yeah, good for that. Yeah, I, I heard there are so many private planes coming in. They're have to having to to land out in Henderson, and that's that's crazy. But I'm not surprised by that. All right, so um, we'll get to the Falcons in a minute. What what's what's it been like this week? I mean, in Vegas, obviously, it's different because it's in Vegas. Uh, two teams have met up just a few years ago for the Super Bowl. Just give us a little up o- overview of what you've seen this week. Yeah, you know, Vegas was built for this. Um, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of functions, a lot of parties to attend. Um, you know, didn't get out early in the week, but, uh, uh, got out a little bit here, um, and so forth. So yeah, very enjoyable in that regard. The fans are starting to show up. Um, you know, a lot of George Kittle jerseys, uh, Christian McCaffrey, a lot of Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, it's, uh, very festive, very festive uh, Super Bowl here in uh, Las Vegas for the first time. I'm glad the weather cleared up, too, because it was really rough earlier in the week with some of that stuff that was in California uh, edging into Nevada. Well, so storylines, and, and I've said this here the last couple of days, if Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, wins the Super Bowl, that's got to be one of the best stories in NFL history, doesn't it? I mean, that that's almost a spot that we laugh at for someone being picked last in the draft, and yet here he is on the cusp of a Super Bowl. Yeah, no doubt. It'd be a great story. Um, you know, spoke with him and Coach Kyle this week. He's a, a good young man. He's a good Christian guy. He talks about his faith and all that. Um, but, you know, they he can play football. A lot of yeah. people forget that. He was the number one quarterback in that class and then just had a bad senior year, uh, and that dropped him. The arm issues were, uh, <clears throat> were a concern. Uh, but Kyle said when they got there, when he got there, he, he went to the owner, Jed York, and said, hey, I think the third-team quarterback is the best quarterback. And so, um, you, know, they, you know, they didn't play him right away. 
uh, Garoppolo got hurt, Trey Lance got hurt, and they had to play him. They threw him out there, and he, he hasn't been able to um, – they haven't been able to pull him out of the lineup since. Well, it's something. I, I, I think it's a fine young man, and – and God bless him for, for overcoming just the odds. And, and, and not only just the fact that he was the pick, but just uh, the sneer and the laughter. Oh, he's Mr. Irrelevant. You know, the kid from Georgia who made that great play in the Rose, Rose Bowl a couple of years ago, Tay Crowder, was Mr. Irrelevant. I know he got a few years in the league, but it, it's, a, it's a testament to him. So, Kyle Shanahan, I think you had a little bit of a, a piece on him because last time he was in the uh, Super Bowl, I guess, a little bit different story, and and uh, obviously going back seven years ago, he's he doesn't have a very good feel of, of what that Super Bowl is as far as his experience with what happened in Houston seven years ago, does he? Yeah, no doubt. He uh, he and I, I did dug a little deeper, and um, you know it's been five. I mean, his dad was on those Bronco staffs that um, that were getting bombed out in Super Bowl. Wow. And, uh, you know, he said he's been tortured by uh, losing Super Bowl since he was a kid. So, uh, you know, just, um, you know, the, the kid part, Super Bowl 51, Super Bowl 54, uh, you know, he said they're all tortured. And um, so he's had a tortured Super Bowl pass. Uh, and certainly the fans in Atlanta and, and Georgia have had to share in that, especially what happened in Super Bowl 51 when, they, uh, you know, they didn't run the – you know, run the ball when they had the chance to wrap that game up. So do we expect him to not be so aggressive this time around to use Dan Quinn's word? No, I don't I don't think so. He <laughs> he doesn't I, he doesn't show much remorse. He acknowledges <laughs> it, but he doesn't say he's not gonna come out and say, Yeah, I'm gonna do this differently. Uh. Um and we've had he's had several chances at at that, you know, going to you know, I've been at all of those Super Bowls and he hasn't said anything uh, about, you know, changing the way he's going to call games. Yeah, that's just the way the coaches are, I guess. Well, so um, there's some good defensive players on this uh, in this game. Of course, Chris Jones is outstanding, um, and, and he could make Brock Purdy's life miserable. Can San Francisco get to, to Mahomes? I don't think so. Um, I was doing the work on that. I was one of our uh, game day packages. Um, and Chase Young just hasn't done anything. Is what Mm-mm. I came back with. Uh, mm-hmm. So Bosa's gonna have to do it by himself. Uh, they're gonna move him around a little bit to try to get him. Uh, you know, they'll have good matchups on the tackles on uh, Donovan Smith and Jawan Taylor, the Florida kid. Uh, but you know, what, can Bosa do it? Can Chase do it? Do they both have to do it? They'll be solid up the middle um, uh, with Ken Law and so forth. But. Uh, 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 but, but yeah, can they get there? Uh, you know, the, uh, Eagles last year had the top rated pass rush, led the league in sacks, and they couldn't get there. Yep. So we know that Andy Reid will have them protected up. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be a problem for the, uh, 49ers. What's your prediction? Yeah, I, I know the 49ers are, uh, favored and I was leaning that way, but as the game gets closer, I'm, I'm going back over to the Chiefs side just because. Um, you know, they could run the ball, and uh, the 49ers have struggled stopping the run here in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, Detroit ran for 182, Green Bay ran for 136. So if they could run the ball, heck, Mahomes is going to have a, a field day throwing it, and, um, you know, it could be could turn ugly here. Well, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup for sure. Looking forward to it. All right, I know you weren't in Flowery Branch on 
on Monday, but I know you you've listened and, and may have watched the, the the press conference with Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot without Arthur, Arthur Blank. What were your what were your takeaways from what you heard and saw on Monday? Yeah, it was a good cheerleading thing, you know, rally the troops type of deal. Um, you know, very positive. That's what they, the aura that they were trying to give off. Uh, even though it was 11 days late, you know, we brought that up at the PFWA meeting today. That, hey, these teams are, you know, waiting so late to introduce their coaches. The fans want to hear from them sooner. Uh, but, you know, um, yeah, Raheem can talk. He's going to fill up our notebook. So we're, we're happy about that in the media. And so, yeah, if you listened in, you, you got a glimpse of him and his personality. Uh, him talking about Zeno looking tough in his uh, skull cap. <laughs> So, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good press conference, as expected, with Raheem. Yeah, I mean, we there's no... To Arthur Blank today. I just posted a story okay. that Bill Belichick was never offered the job and that he never asked for full control. So they, they turned down the, the winningest coach in the game for a guy with a losing record. Do you believe that? No, I don't. Not for a second. But that's what I had to write. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and obviously Boomer Esiason on Monday said that another uh, executive had told him that Belichick had basically turned the Falcons down. Do you buy that more? Um, um, I'm not sure because Boomer hedged on it. He said somebody told him, so that's uh, somebody, you know, secondhand. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, so, so, yeah, Boomer's not one that, you know, go out there on a limb like that, but uh, – so, so I, I can't believe part of what he's saying was true, and, um, but you know the owner unequivocally said that never happened. Uh, called him by name and um, also said that he didn't ask for full control. And he revealed that he got a text message from Billichek saying that he would be more than happy to work with Terry Fontenot. So that was one thing uh, that he shared with us that um, that uh, you know we did not know before today. Did he say anything else uh, about why he did not? I mean, was there any interference or any any mention of Rich McKay in your conversation with Arthur Blank? Yeah, he did. He talked about the uh, structure of the team, uh, uh, of his uh, you know executive team changing, and that Rich is still the CEO. He's still over the Atlanta Falcons uh, business operations. But he's going to be uh, taking over the stalker because Steve Cannon is uh, retiring. He's transitioning. They don't know when he's going to retire. So he went on some long soliloquy about the structure of the, the organization um, and pointed out that McKay's still a trusted employee, technically still over the football team's business side, but not the football operations side. So, because I, I, if he was going to be completely separated, I was going to ask, well, if that's the case, then he should resign from the competition committee. But he's not doing that anytime soon, is he? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, we have not heard um, uh, um, anything in that regard. And we'll know for sure at the owners meeting in Orlando in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, I, and Raheem Morris did say on Monday, this is the third time that Rich McKay has hired me. Now, that could have been a generic statement about the organization, but that was kind of interesting when he said that, wasn't it? Yeah, that was very interesting because uh, folks, um, they, they've been playing the switcheroo on us the whole time here. They came out and said, hey, McKay's uh, leading the search. 
um, with other people. Then they came back and said, hey, Carrie led the search. And, um, you know, they report to the owner. And then uh, today they're like, hey, no, he's still over the football operation. He's still over the team, but not the football operation. So uh-huh. they're kind of getting their story together as they go here. <laughs> and uh, we'll just be there for all of that. Yeah, absolutely. So could could the situation with Belichick have been a money thing? Um, no, they got money. I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think the money was the issue. Although I did see he made like $24 million. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, Arthur Arthur Smith was making seven twenty five. Finally got his number. Wow! Was wow! Like, How'd you get my number? So I was like, "Hey, a uh, first time head coach made seven point five million. Yeah, yeah. Good lord! Do we yeah. so we don't know what Raheem's going to make? No, nah, I'm figuring eight at least. I yeah. hope so. I hope he yeah, does. He's got eight. Yeah, he's got a good agent, Brian Levy. So I'm sure he got him a good deal. Wow! Unbelievable. Well, but I don't think there's any doubt that there was influence from other members of the front office who did not want Bill Belichick there. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't know that, but, yeah, I think it's fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I keep on saying, Daryl, that if he's left alone and if Terry Fontenot's left alone, I'm excited to see what both can do. I think that's fair and what most fans should think, whether they wanted Raheem or not, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, he was a strong candidate last time. They sure. didn't pull the trigger. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're moving forward. Uh, you know, hey, maybe he can get the job done. You know, at this point, you, uh, you're, you're, you you know, you're not at ground zero. You got some talent. You're not ready to contend for the division yet. You need to keep getting more talent. And he clearly knows what he's doing, uh, coaching the football, on, certainly on the defensive side of the ball. Sure. And uh, has dabbled on the offensive side, too. Yeah. No, I'm excited for him, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Did Arthur Blank in your conversation, and we'll, we'll of course, look for your article for sure, Daryl, did, did, did he intimate that Terry is in charge of the roster and this is his deal? Um, we didn't get to um, – Get to that. Okay. Uh, and so that was the oversight. Yeah, we didn't uh, get to the roster, you know, and how that's going to be uh, decided. Okay. All right. Well, I hope he will be. I think it's time for him to have the ability to, to do that, and, and hopefully he, he will be kind of left alone for that. I, ho- I hope so. I mean, it, it was a good press conference, like you said. I mean, you, and, and I don't think there's any question compared to just a, another first-time head coach who's just glad to get his first head coaching job. This guy is genuinely glad to be where he was hired at, wasn't he? Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, out here – a lot of um, lot of his guys, John Lynch, played, uh, yep. you know, played for the Bucks when he was there. Brian Greasy was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I asked all of them, Kyle. I asked all of them about Raheem and the and the um, asked Kyle about it in the press conference. And uh, you know, and everybody had glowing things to say about Raheem Morris and being happy for him getting his second chance uh, to coach in the NFL. So yeah, yeah there's a lot of. A lot of goodwill out on the street before they play one game yet. Yeah, there was. That was a good article with the comments there from, from those guys. Well, Daryl, thank you so much for spending some time with us. We appreciate it. Uh, I, I know you're enjoying it. It's, 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 it's good work to, to be at a Super Bowl, so I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Thanks so much. Be safe out there, and we'll talk to you again maybe next week, okay? 
All right, Bill, thanks for having me. Take care. The great D. Orlando Ledbetter from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution talking about the Super Bowl and, of course, the Atlanta Falcons. You know, for the second straight week, D. Orlando, who, look, is a beat writer, and he's very honest with us. Beat writers are, are more in tune to not offer their opinion. He's very kind to, to answer truthfully when I ask him something of that nature that is more opinionated. Because a lot of beat writers don't want to do that. A lot of beat writers will just want to stick to the facts and so forth. But he's, I think, as you saw there when I asked him questions to kind of give his viewpoint on things, he was very honest with it. I think the skepticism you heard in D. Orlando Ledbetter, who deals with these folks a lot more than I do, is telling. Um, look, these people are full of crap. Arthur Blank's full of crap. Rich McKay is full of crap. I don't trust either one of those two guys. And you know what? If you were to ask me, hey, Bill, why do the Falcons suck? Those are answer one and two. Hey, Bill, why, why are the Falcons, why have they not had but only two winning seasons in the last 11 years? Th those two reasons are one and two. If Rich McKay were away from this football team, He would not have anything to do with this football team. So they're full of crap. They always have been. And, and again, I can only hope that the combination of Terry Fontenot and Raheem Morris do work out. And I do hope so. I'm a Falcons fan, so I do hope so. No question about it. And if those two, Arthur Blank and Rich McKay, stay out of their way. I didn't mention to Daryl the, the word collaborative that we joked about last week on the show of how many times the word collaborative would be used, but I think we know it was a high number. They're full of crap. <laughs> they just are. They're the most condescending executives in Atlanta sports history. They're full of crap, and I'm, I'll be anxious to see. I don't, I don't see it online yet at AJC.com, but I'll, I'll see. Uh, I'll try to keep on the lookout for it when uh, Daryl's article with uh, Arthur Blank uh, comes out here uh, to see what else we can we can find from the comments. But obviously, um, it's going to be the same old stuff. Same old stuff. It's just the same old crap from these people. And when Raheem Morris said that about Rich McKay the other day, and I, I was actually running to the hospital to visit my mom, and she was there on Monday. I was not on the air. And I laughed. I, was, I, mean, I couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. And it is what it is. And we're used to it. <laughs> we're just kind of used to it. Yeah, here's the headline from Daryl's Facebook page. Falcons owner Arthur Blank said Bill Belichick was never offered the head coaching job. I don't believe that one bit. All right, we're going to take a break, come back, but here's the deal now. I want you to call in. I don't mind if you tweet at it, at us, at Bill Shanks. I want phone calls. I want to set a record. I want a ton of phone calls today. I want to have fun with this. 
Uh, I'll try not to go too fast if we have a lot of phone calls, although I do want to get a lot of people on. So I'm not worried about a record. I'm just kidding. But I want a lot of phone calls today. I want you to call me up, and I want you to tell me who you think is going to win the Super Bowl, by what score, and why. And if your score is the closest to the actual score without going over, we'll give you a free lunch at one of our great restaurants. And everybody loves a free lunch. So our number is area code 478-646-3776, 478-646-ESPN. That is our number. We'll give you our predictions, and then we want to hear yours. If you can't get through right off the bat, keep on calling, and we will uh, get you on. We're going to be taking calls until the top of the 6 o'clock hour. 478-646-ESPN. We'd love to have some new phone callers. If you haven't called before, we'd love for you to join in and just call us up and tell us who you think is going to win the game and why. And if you want to make fun of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, you can do that as well. 478-646-ESPN, at Bill Shanks on Twitter. We'll take a break and be back with more right after this. Now, back to the Bill Shanks Show on the Superstation. Well, someone will be celebrating on Sunday night. Chiefs have been a big winner the last couple of years, and, of course, San Francisco has a pretty good history of winning Super Bowls. So it won't be the first time these two fan bases have celebrated. All right, our predictions first. I'm going to say Chiefs 31-21. I agree with Daryl. I think uh, Philadelphia couldn't do it. It's going to be tough for the – 49ers to do it as well. So I think it's going to be Kansas City 31 and the 49ers 21. Chris, what you thinking? I think that Kansas City is going to whip the 49ers out of Las Vegas. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go, let's see, 28-14. 28-14. Alex. 31-28 KC on a Butker field goal. Oh, listen, it's you. You little Tech fan, you. Yeah, Harrison could be a big part of the game. No question about that. All right, so those are our predictions. Uh, Dash went with the 49ers. 27-24. Daryl went with the Chiefs. And the three of us say Kansas City. So what say you? Be patient with us now. We're going to get to you as soon as we can. If you call up and the lines are busy, just keep on calling. First on deck, like Davy Lopes in 1978, it's Ken from Cumming. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, Bill. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. It's good to talk yes, sir. To you. you like that analogy there? You know, I, I feel like there was just a little bit – you're just needling me again. And it's no, not at all. Davey Lopes was the Dodgers' leadoff man. I was just saying, here's their leadoff man today. It's just like Davey Lopes. He was it's good. Ken from coming. You, yeah, he you, was. You, oh, yeah. I mean, one of these days, Bill, I, I pray to God we get back to that kind of baseball, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Anyhow, we're not talking baseball. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly with Chris. 
Bill, I, I believe this is going to be a route. Uh, I, Kansas City, 34. Uh, San Francisco, 17. Wow. Why so I, easy? Well, a couple of reasons. First of all, San Francisco shouldn't be there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Detroit gave them the game. That's and true. And you're, you're, you're 100% right about Purdy and his success. But, Bill, um, I've, I've read a lot of articles about this game, and regrettably I have a fairly good-sized amount of money on this game. And, uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's just something I do, and I enjoy it, and this makes the game. Of course, I don't watch it with anybody because, you know, you don't want people asking you questions. Hey, who's your team in red? <laughs> okay, you need to go away. Um, That's, so, you're, so, wait, 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 hold on. So you're watching the, the game with the president on Sunday? Um, <laughs> you put that on the tee for me, dude. You had to. You did it on purpose, didn't you? You knew I would go down that road. Well, you know, uh, it's been a while since we spoke, so I got to get the, you know, I got to get the points back up and, and get on your good side. But yes, I figured you would like that. Um, I, Bill Purdy, actually, uh, the stats prove it. There was five dropped interceptions in these two playoff games. Wow! He literally hit people in the hands and they dropped it. And I'm not saying he's not a great quarterback. He is. My point is, I, I think that he's prone to make some errors that other teams did not take advantage of. And you put him up against a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who I think is just going to have a field day. And the, I, I have one quick statement that I'm going to give to your degenerate, my fellow degenerate gamblers out there. There's a, uh, there is a really cool stat. Uh, it, it's a prop bet, and, and it's a good prop bet. It's a three-to-one bet. Uh, Christian McCaffrey over under 18 carries for the game. Now, he is going to carry the ball a lot in this game because the Chiefs' run defense, I think, is going to be susceptible until they just destroy uh, San Francisco. But I think he's going to carry the ball over 18 times early in mm. the first half. That's, uh, just, just a l- Listen, I know nothing. I, you know, they build these big towers out in uh, in the desert for a reason, but mm-hmm. I think that's a really good prop bet if you're, you know, if you want to So what, what's the regular line right now? Plus two, Kansas City, if you can believe wow. it. Now, when it came out, San Francisco was like a um, two-point favorite, and then, Bill, it dropped to even uh, about a week ago, and mm. now it's gone all the way back to wow. San Francisco, favored by two points. And listen, again, I, I, you know, I've really studied the game. Um, Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey are going to be, they are going to be the guys if San Francisco wins and are going to have big games. Sure. There's no doubt about it, right? No I mean, question. They have to perform on, but uh, the thing about Patrick Mahomes is he's, you know, he's just that quarterback, Bill. He's, he's like Montana. He just, he figures a way to win. And yeah, I, I I'm with you though. I think it is going to be, uh, going to be a good first half but i think kansas city is going to get to party and i think they're going to make his life miserable i really do they're really good on defense bill they are really they really are are. again chris jones is a beast all right ken thank you enjoy the game we appreciate it 478-646 espn danny in savannah is next hey danny hello bill how you doing today man good good i appreciate you taking my call Mm -hmm. uh I love the Orlando Ledbetter because uh, you know what he 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 don't hide behind the wall and whisper about what's going on. He will come out and tell you. Mm-hmm. He's perfect. He's a he's a great 
beat writer, great guest. He's he just tells it the way it is. He does, and I mean, you know, and you heard the same thing I did. We was wondering kind of the other night how uh, Rich McKay stays on the board, the committee, and all that. Well, <laughs> if you don't think there's going to be meddling, and uh, it's the same old, same old, Bill. Yep. It is. I mean, they're going to have to prove it to us to make us feel otherwise, but I think there's been too many hints over the last couple of weeks despite their attempt to try to put him in the back row. He's still there, so they're full of crap. And I'll bet you money he's still on that damn pregame radio show next September, and that's stupid as hell too, just to suck up to him to keep the damn radio broadcast. I mean – they may not like what I say is my affiliation, but hell, I'm half their damn radio network. Hey, I tell you what, though, I'm about swifted out, Kelsey'd out, Mahomes out, Bill. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, my prediction is uh, I, I, your first guess took my uh, score twenty seven twenty four. I was gonna say that uh, San Fran, but. Uh, 31-27, San Fran, okay. and if they lose, it'll be because Pacheco has a big fourth quarter. That guy's a beast now. He's good. He's really good. All right, Danny, good stuff. Enjoy the weekend, okay? You too, Bill. Thank you. All right, thank you. Terry in Eastman is next. Hello, Terry. Hey, Bill. You doing all right? I am, sir. Nice to hear from you. How are you? All right. I'm first-time caller. I'm awesome. I've seen you a bunch of times in, in Hawkinville at the Steakhouse, and I never did get over there to talk to you. But I know you used to do live you do live streams from up there. Yeah, we're, we'll be there again soon. I I thought about going there yesterday, but I couldn't make it. And they got a big Valentine's thing there, of course, next next Wednesday. But I love Lewis Fowler and the Steakhouse, that's for sure. So I hope I'll see you over there next time I'm there, okay? Uh, I hope we'll see you. But my prediction, I say, Kansas City, 21, San Francisco, 14. 21-14. So why that score? Uh, because the way I feel, they all been saying they want Tyler Swift and that other guy. They're going to get married right after the game. Oh, Lord, gonna, don't tell me that now, Terry. Oh, yeah, that's all been on news. That Now, <laughs> if they win, she, he's going to um, propose to her right after the game. Oh, gosh. Is, that may make us all root for San Francisco, if that's the case. <laughs> I don't know if I can take that. I could see that happening, though. And I, I said yesterday, Terry, if that does happen, if he, like, drops to one knee and proposes to her, the earth may stop spinning for, like, two seconds, which means we could all be in big-ass trouble. <laughs> oh, that's – well, I was listening. They said uh, where she's going to be climbing back from Tokyo – they want to make sure she could get in, and they was interviewing the, the person over there for it. And oh. said, oh, yeah, we're going to make sure she gets in. Well, if and if CBS has, like, a drone following her limousine from McCarran Airport to the Alliance Stadium, I'm turning it on the puppy bowl. Oh, they'll, they'll have it. You guarantee they're going to have it because she's raking in the money for it. I know. she got more money she knows what to do with. She could stop right now, and she'd never spend all this daggum money, that's for sure. Well, Terry, I hope you'll call again and talk sports with us, but we appreciate your prediction, okay? Can I ask you one quick question? Certainly, absolutely. Hey, uh, what happened to your partner? I know I've been listening to you lately, and I ain't heard of him. Did he get sick or something? Russ, Russ Brown? 
Yeah. Yeah, he uh, back in May, he got a job in running the Nebraska Cornhuskers radio network and he left for Lincoln, Nebraska. Sunny and balmy Lincoln, Nebraska. Well, I know I know you've been by yourself and I was just wondering I don't never get the call too often. I always work, but I ain't working now, so I can hear you all the time. Well, good. Well, I'm, I hate that you're not working, but I hope you'll call again, okay? Okay, appreciate it, Bill. All right. Thank you, Terry. Thanks for listening in for your call. Jeff in Gray is next. Hey, Jeff. What's going on, Bill? How are you doing, man? You ready for the game? Oh, yeah. I got to clean up the house. Got a bunch of folks coming over. Oh, now. good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, I've, I've had COVID this week, so I'm just Oh, Lord, so you're can, kidding. So I can get rid of it. You know? you, are you okay? You feeling okay? Yeah, this is like the – look, I can't catch the damn flu, but I've had COVID four times. Are you serious? Have you really? Yes. yes wow. And I don't I – don't You're not part Chinese, are you? <laughs> yeah, I may be. <laughs> I, you need to do I, one of those 23andMe to check on that now, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. I had to check my ancestry stuff. I may, I may end up being Chinese. I didn't know it. <laughs> wow. Well, I hope you'll be okay. Uh, 24-21, it is going to be Buckner with uh, Mahomes driving them down to end the game. Oh, wow. I, I think it's going to be a great game. I don't think it's going to be high scoring because I think if San Francisco's smart, they'll do what Baltimore didn't, and that's run the ball. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, I, uh, Kansas City had a big injury in that game, uh, one of their linemen. But, you know, Chris Jones is a beast. So oh, man, I'm he pick, is. I'm just – Mahomes is Mahomes. He's, he's like watching Brady, you know. Yep. If you give that man the ball with two minutes left, you feel like the game's over with. So. Yeah, he is. He, he's, he's an unbelievable talent, and it's almost like you're afraid to, quote, unquote, bet against him. You know what I'm saying? It's like – whether you're just giving a score for the fun of it like here or if you are really betting, man, to go up against that guy in a bet, it's hard to do because he's, he's something. Yeah, well, look, when they wasn't looking good, my kid, my 11-year-old son said, Kansas City's going to win it all. And I'm like, kid, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm looking at him now going, shit, I guess I – oops, sorry about that. I, said, I guess I should have listened to him. <laughs> yeah, might want to listen to him for sure. All right, Jeff, have a good weekend. Hey, you too, Bill. All right. Andy in Royston is next. Hey, Andy. Hey, Bill. How's it going? Good. What you think? Well, uh, so well, first I want to tell you, I, I googled where is the Super Bowl this year, and it returned back. You're a you're a Falcon fan. You'll never find it. So that kind of <laughs> wow, that yeah. burns right there, Andy. It that's does. that's uh, hurtful. True, it's, uh, but it's hurtful. It's true. I know it sucks, but no, I know it's in <laughs> Vegas. But yeah, it sucks. But um, no, I I think um, I just. I, you know, I looked at the Kansas City's defense, and I think they're 17th on yards per game given up this year on the um, running game. Mm-hmm. So I think the 49ers will get some running, and I think they'll be able to keep it close. I think McCaffrey will have you know have a good day, but at the end of the day, it's Patrick Mahomes, and I, I just you can't bet against that guy. So I, I got them in a close game, 30 to 27, but I do got this, the Chiefs winning it, and you know Mahomes is. I mean, if he wins his third one now, he's Gosh, he, he's on the short list of GOAT status. You're right. No, I mean, he's and he's so young, and he could win more. I don't know if Andy will be there or not because there's rumors he may step aside if they win it again. But, heck, why would he do that? I mean, if you've got, got somebody of this caliber, I'd keep on going as long as you could. But 
He's something. You're right. He's he's close to it. All right, Andy. Thank you, man. I hope you enjoy the game. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. See ya. All right. Let's take a break. We got two on hold. Two lines are open, so jump in. 478-646-ESPN. Call us up. Tell us who's going to win the game, what the score's going to be, and if you get the score right or the closest to the actual score without going over, we'll give you some free food, free lunch. Back with more predictions and more sports talk on this Friday right after this. Now, back to the Bill Shank Show. On the Superstations. We are back on the broadcast. Thank you very much for joining us on this Friday before the Super Bowl. We are taking your predictions. We'll check on Twitter here at the top of the hour. We got phone calls lined up, ready to go. Martin in Macon is next. Hello. Hey, I think uh, Tyreek Hill being missing and then going third road game, I like the 49ers 27-20. to 27-20. So you think old Brock Purdy's going to get it done then, huh? Yeah, Shanahan, I know you don't like him, but he did have the Falcons up 28-3. to The defense never called a timeout, which was ridiculous. But anyway, uh, he's going to run some football, and you got both on defense. He, he – he might be the answer for Mahomes. So far, nobody stopped him. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, but Bosa is kind of an interesting matchup because it's hard to find someone to do that. But Bosa's a pretty—he's kind of athletic. He may be able to get after him. Yeah, he's got some speed and some strength. I mean, he—we'll he, see. And I, I think the Forty Nineers, one one of your callers, I agree totally that they'll run the ball a lot. But yeah, we'll see. But I'd, you, know, you know what, Martin, I'd use. Christian McCaffrey until he bled to death. Yeah. Would you? I mean, that kid's unbelievable. Yeah, I'd throw it to him out of the backfield and run it to oh. I mean, go get him. Yeah. But I think Tyreek Hill, nobody said much, but his speed is unbelievable, and, and I think they might miss him this game. We'll Man, see. That's a good point. No, he's he has been someone that's been missing for the whole year. That's still gotten him to the Super Bowl, but it's a very good point. Martin, thank you. Enjoy the game. And he's a Georgia boy. All right, take care. All right, take care. You you too. Ken from Macon. Killer, what you thinking? I won't. I, I mean, I don't, I don't like either team. But I think what I've seen, I think KC going to win like 34-27. But I won't. I, I'd rather see San Francisco. But I don't like either team because my team got put out. My, all my teams got put out. Well, so why why thirty four twenty seven? You think Mahomes will just have a big day? I don't know. I just I just I just seen what I've seen. I think KC's too strong for him. I just think they're going to take it. But I I I don't really like either team. You think we'll ever get back there, Killer? You think the Falcons ever get back to the Super Bowl? Not with Arthur Blanky to blame Rich McKay. <laughs> In other words, H E L L N O. No. A million explanation for it. Never. Not not long as they there. It ain't going to happen. Well, you're right. I, I'm with you. I agree. I don't know if I could sit here and say they're going to get back there. I don't trust that situation. I don't. I, I, I hate to be skeptical and you want to be hopeful for Raheem, but I, I, I just don't know. I don't think so. 
All right, Killer, you behave yourself on Sunday now. I probably won't hardly watch very much of it. Why? Because I don't like either team. And well, you can still watch the game. It's a Super Bowl. You ain't gonna watch the. You ain't gonna watch the commercials. I might watch some of it, but I can't stand the that thing every time they show Taylor Swift and all that junk. It just made me pure sick. I know. Well, they're gonna show her. They're gonna show her so all the Swifties will be watching her. I I guess you don't listen to Taylor Swift, do you? No. Because okay. they think they're too much goody goody two shoes being a movie star or whatever, but they ain't that much more than I am. That's right. You're right. You're exactly right, killer. I agree completely. All right, well you behave yourself. Enjoy it. Enjoy the game anyway, okay? I'll behave myself, but I I don't know about the game. Well just watch the damn puppy bowl then. I watch something. I'd rather watch that than <laughs> <laughs> I did one year. I came here one year. It was a boring game. I just turned on the puppy ball, watched the all the puppies fight in that little little fake stadium they had. That's not too bad. All right, Killer, thank you. You have a good one. You have a good one, too. Killer all fired up. Joy in Springfield is next. Hello, Joy. Hey, Bill. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for calling. Yes, sir. Hey, I think it's going to be the Chiefs. I'm saying – 31 to 27. Another close game. So, a good football game, huh? So, was Mahomes the difference? I think so. I think it'll be a back and forth game off the route. And I think Mahomes, his magic, as they call it, in late in the fourth quarter, and they'll drive down and score a touchdown. He seems to have it, man. Even against Baltimore, it was like. Baltimore, all that good defense, and Mahomes, I mean, not that they scored a lot of points, but still it was like he just felt like he was going to get the job done. That's, that's right. That's right. All right. Hey, Joy, we appreciate it. Enjoy the game on Sunday, okay? All right, yes, sir. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. We appreciate it very much. Keith in Savannah is next. Hello, Keith. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm great. We appreciate your call. What's on your mind for Sunday's game? I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm pulling for San Francisco, not that I'm a fan of either team, but uh, I appreciate Mr. Irrelevant because that joker has uh, played very, very well considering people think he's a game manager. He made some big plays in that game against Detroit with his legs. Looks like Patrick Mahomes out there uh, in some ways because neither one of them are, are lightning fast, but they, they just have a way of making people miss. Uh, I guess my biggest concern is uh, the, with the officiating I saw during the playoffs, how easily they could affect the game. And uh, it seems like when you're Tom Brady, that that kind of uh, mystique about you, you kind of get some calls that you probably wouldn't have gotten if uh, you hadn't had a couple Super Bowl wins under your under your uh. belt like Mahomes has. That's my number one thing for the game. I just really don't want the officiating to uh, cause one team or the other to win or to yeah. lose. I, I really hope for a, a well-officiated game where we can actually see who's the best team. I agree. And, you know, the other thing about the Keith is if there are some shady calls, uh, especially in Kansas City's favor, you know what's going to be said. Well, the NFL just wanted Kansas City to win and Taylor Swift to be out there on the field after the game and all that. I don't want to hear that. I, I don't want to hear any kind of controversy. I just want a good football game. 
Right. I, you know, it's just like with Philadelphia. They had that weak call there near the end zone against Kansas City last year that may have tipped the favor one way or the other. They may not have actually won the game, but it, it is a factor. And, you just, and I've watched several of the KC games this year. It seems like they got some calls they shouldn't, especially after Mahomes really started complaining and whining in the game. Later in the game, it was almost like, well, we're going to give you one back now. And uh, uh. that. That was detrimental to the outcome of a couple games that I saw, and I, I really, yeah. like I said, let's see who the best team is, and let's yeah. not let the officiating. But I've always heard it's kind of like boxing; you don't leave the leave it to the scorecard, you don't leave it to the to the, the officiates. You 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 knock them out. So I think that's what's going to have to happen if San Francisco really wants to to win that game. Is they're probably if they get a touchdown, they're going to have to go ahead and get another score or two and and run the ball and try to keep it away from KC. I don't see how they can win unless they can keep the ball out of their hands. So give me a score, Keith. What do you think? 31-28. I'm going to say San Francisco, but it could easily go the other way. Okay. I got you down. Keith, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for coming to Savannah. Hey, we appreciate the, the comment. Thank you very much. Hope you'll call again. Jordan in Virginia will be the last one of this hour. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Bill. How's it going? Got about a minute and a quarter. Yeah. Um, just very quickly, I, I would love to see uh, the 49ers win it uh, for the pure fact that Brock Purdy can uh, just take that Super Bowl victory and shove it in Cam Newton's face. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of good, wouldn't it? Bless his heart. That, that was that, that a crappy be, comment. That that was that 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 would be awesome, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I feel like all of um, uh, I know that the the Chiefs are missing Tyreek Hill, but they still have a lot of speed on offense on the outside. And I mean, you've got Debo Samuel on on the Forty ers but he's still that hybrid running back, wide receiver, so he's not, like, lightning fast, but he's still just very elusive. Um, and I just I think that uh, the 49ers ground attack is not going to be enough to stave off the Chiefs. So I'm going to go Chiefs 38, uh, 49ers 24. 24. Okay, a lot of points in that one. All right, Jordan, good stuff. Hey, we appreciate it. We, we look forward to talking to you again, okay? All right, thanks, Bill. All right, take care. Enjoy the game. Ten predictions so far, and it's seven to not including ours. Ten predictions, ten calls so far, seven for the Chiefs, three for the Niners. So Kansas City gets the edge so far. I've gotten some on Facebook. I've gotten my Chiefs fan. (laughs) We'll tell you about his in a minute. He says he can't call in, but he's text me his score. So we'll tell you about that. And we got four lines open for you. Time to jump in. 478-646-ESPN. We'll give away a free lunch to the person who's closest to the score. Scores are going quick. You better jump in. We'd love to hear from you and love to talk sports with you as we continue here on the Bill Shank Show.